the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks. Welcome to You Ought to Know, FM 961 AM 1170. Man, if you folks had a chance to listen to the Yak Radio Show, man, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed giving it to you. Man. All right. This hour brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you've got a little liquor store, grocery store, or a little convenience store, man, I tell you what. You can't beat Southwest Point of Sale. Because I know you're having trouble getting cashiers. It's not only getting them to the business, but getting them to stay, work the long hours. Well, go self-checkout. Walmart does it. Home Depot does it. Costco does it. So give them a call at 800-540-2149. Tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. Uh, Jeff or Mark will come out, take a look at your facility. And if it uh, fits their equipment needs, uh, then you could get yourself into the program for as little as what you would pay for a cash register. That's right. Southwest Point of Sale, southwestpos.com, 1-800-540-2149. Also, Hot Rods and Custom Stiff, 2324 Auto Parkway in Escondido. Randy, uh, when he graduated from high school in 1964, opened up a hot rod shop and never looked back. If you think all these hot rod shops on TV are cool, You've got to check his place out. It is amazing. He services them, works on them, builds them. And if you're looking for parts and pieces, maybe you're looking for a he shed or a, you know, a man cave or a she shed, he's got stuff like that for you as well. Well, Ted Ryan was supposed to call in today, but he did not call in. I tried calling him and went to voicemail. But guess what? Ford Motor Company just had a birthday. They are 120 years old. Is that amazing or what? So celebrations are well in hand. Uh, They have several activities going on. But imagine an engine so novel, so powerful, so groundbreaking that it has been celebrated musically dozens of times. Well, the famed Ford Flathead V8 inspired quite a number of songs as artists like Bruce Springsteen, the Beach Boys, celebrated Deuce Coop and the V8. Brendan, you know about those songs, don't you? 
Every single one you just need. No one off the top of my head. Yep. <laughs> and those are just among a few of the hundred. I should have asked you how many songs. 120 Okay, songs. Well, yeah, I might not know 120 of them, but yeah. I definitely know at least the Bruce Springsteen Beach Boys. One, but that's two, pretty cool. 120 oh, yeah. songs on Absolutely. a flathead V8 and a Ford. I know, I know. I, I mean, uh, the other big Ford news again was the uh, fact that they're going to keep AM radio for their newer cars too. So that's yes. even more reason to celebrate too on top of their birthday on top of that so absolutely i was totally blown away so those are just among a few of the 120 songs curated by the ford archives on spotify to celebrate the 120th anniversary of the incorporation of the ford motor company some of the earlier songs were recorded on edison discs if you can believe that well, I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard those. In I years. probably haven't either. <laughs> and these celebrated the Model T, while others show uh, Ford has country roots, demonstrates the F Series, and America's best-selling pickup. The music covers all the genres and products, and some of the artists may surprise you without a doubt. 120 years of Ford recipes, and did you know that Ford and food? have gone together for decades. I didn't know that. The Ford Times was published by Ford Motor Company for seven decades, and at one point in time, they had the widest circulation of any magazine in the U.S. Each issue featured a number of recipes from famed restaurants and small locations across the U.S. So think of it as the original diners, drive-ins, and dives. Ha! Isn't that the truth? Uh, Ford Land and their partners, uh, Aramark, have dipped into the more than 1,000 recipes to create a unique sampling menu for Ford employees the week of June 12th. Now, the menu items will include a rotation of soups and cheesecakes, the iconic Maurice salad, and more, and will be available at all cafe locations in southeast Michigan. Ford Heritage Vault will showcase the Ford locations, 300 images featuring 50 Ford locations from around the world will be added to the Ford Heritage Vault on June 16th in honor of the 120th anniversary of the incorporation of Ford Motor Company. Images from the Rouge, which is where they built the the Model T, Highland Park, the Rotunda, and if anybody has ever been out in La Mesa, Drew Ford's dealership was a, was a replica of the Rotunda. And other famous U.S. locations will be joined by Ford locations in South America, Germany, Australia, Great Britain. And their first batch of images is just the start of the Ford archives. And they will continue to add content and locations around the world to make the Ford Heritage uh, Vault the source for Ford motor company images uh, since i don't have ted with me and i maybe i'll follow up and get another interview from him later in the week but i'm sure that if any of you folks have any photos maybe from your parents or maybe you went to dealerships back in the day you know ford is always looking to enhance and make their uh you know their heritage museum bigger and more inclusive. So I'm sure that, you know, if, if that's 
you know, if you have any of that memorabilia, I just found an owner's uh, book for a Ford Model T in my because I was looking for a book. And I'm going through it, and also I found this little book. It's only, you know, big enough to put in your glove box, and it was like an owner's manual for a Model T, and it's in excellent condition. So, and I bet the San Diego Automotive Museum has tons of Ford oh, memorabilia God. over yeah. there too that you can appreciate over yeah. there. Yeah, and well, you can so. get copies. Uh, I haven't decided if I'm going to give up my book yet. <laughs> I'm terrible. I I don't blame you for a second. Did you so. See where I just bought another radio? Yes, and I uh, and you. I love it, by the way. And I that really- guy worked, and I bought it from. He worked at Drew Ford for 20, 25 years. Coincidence. Huh? So he knows me. He knew me, and you know, and all that. But yeah, so and his house was perfect. I mean, it was pin perfect. You should have seen it. <laughs> nice, nice. So I sent him pictures of mine. <laughs> it looked like it looked like American Pickers uh, building. Did you check out the uh, new Ford Mustang GT3 by any chance? Yes, the one that's running at Lamar. Yeah, yeah. that's a sweet car. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Well, you did you? Well, you haven't seen what I'm driving. This no, week. I have not yet. Actually, I'm going to do the review uh, at the last uh, segment of today's show. Okay. 2023 Ford F150. Raptor R. Ooh, I'm excited to hear about this. Seven hundred horsepower. Wow. Yeah. For an F one fifty too. Huh? Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, but well, see, for all the Ford enthusiasts out there, they'll know that you know the Raptor when it first came out, it came out with a V six, and it's a twin turbocharged V six. Well, the Ford enthusiasts are saying, "Eh, what is this? A V six? And nobody was really happy with it. Did it run well? Oh my gosh, yeah, it did. It did just exceptionally well. But it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a V eight. I get it. Well, I'm just on cloud nine after that magic uh, car sh- show during the act. Man, you have to find. You'll be able to find that show on, on all kinds of podcasts, and it's well worth reading and well worth getting the book. All right, I think Kristen's on the line, so let's go ahead and take a quick break. And we come back a whole lot more right here on You Ought to Know, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to the You Ought to Know show right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Express Auto Service, Dave and Connie, family owned and operated. They work on all my cars, and boy, I tell you what, I bring them a lot of different types of cars to work on. And they do an absolute fabulous, fabulous job. So if you're looking for honesty, integrity, and a great family-run shop, give them a call at 619-463-1484 or visit expressautoservicelamesa.com. All right, I got Kristen Barclay back on the line. Hey, kiddo, how you doing? Hey, so listening to your, your ad for Express Auto... <laughs> You, when you say all my cars, I just have this image of you with car transporter pulling up. Uh, <laughs> I would need three. I have 17, 17 cars. Wow. Wow. It's a disease. What can I tell you? And I just bought a classic. I just bought another classic radio this weekend. Oh, my God. I was so excited. And that's, I think I'm getting up to close to 20. But that's another story. Hey, did you celebrate uh, Ford turning 120 years old this month? 
Uh, no, I must have missed that. Yeah. You know, my birthday was this week, so I was probably distracted celebrating my birthday. Yeah, well, you're so, not. You know. It didn't. Yes, I, did, I, did I? I think I sent you a. Because I think it was on Facebook. Didn't have it your age. Been. Didn't have your age, but I, I think I sent oh, you. No, a, I have- <laughs> We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. So, exactly. Exactly. Once so, you're once you're old enough to drink, yeah. you just stop counting. Yeah. Tell me about it, boy. Let me tell you. So Lexus ES 300H. Mm. Luxury sedan. Yeah. Put a luxury sedan. I mean, I think you know it wasn't too long ago that we were talking about our our sedan dead. Um. You know, of course, they're not, but you see fewer and fewer on the road these days. Um, you know what I like about the Lexus ES300H is it's not trying to be something it's not. Right. Right. Um, you know, it, it's a sedan that's a hybrid that has fantastic fuel mileage, and it has the Lexus touch on it, uh, you know, meaning kind of that sophistication, the mm-hmm, elegance. Mm-hmm. But it's not trying to be a sports car. Um, it's not trying to be, you know, I feel like sometimes sedans, they, um, they sit a little higher off the ground, almost like people are trying to go, Oh, you know, it's yes, it's a sedan, but it's, it, it, it has, you know, uh, it's, it's close to a, a, uh, CUV now. Um, you know, you've seen those where they're like hatchbacks, but they sit a little higher. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a wannabe, kind of like a wannabe. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I feel like this sedan it's a sedan and it, it kind of it, it knows its lane um lexus gives you a lot of options there's five trim levels if you want something a little sportier mm-hmm. then you can go with the f-sport design or the f-sport handling um you know it's it's not super powerful it's got a four-cylinder four-cylinder hybrid engine but it's got enough power to get you to work to get on the highway to you know handle traffic it's just not you know, it's not the car you take to the track, but that's not what it's meant to be. Um, you know, so I appreciate that. One thing I'm not a huge fan of is that it has a CVT. Um, but I will say in driving it, I don't think if I didn't know it had a CVT, I'm not right. sure would and, and the longer um, you own it, the longer you own it, the more comfortable you get with that CVT. And, and I think after a while, you don't even think that it's a CVT. Yeah, I think some. Pro- I think the problem is, you know, many of us, especially those of us that drive a different car every week, have had some bad experiences. <laughs> with They're noisy. They yeah. don't perform. Oh, they tend to be less reliable, and yeah. so it jades us. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, I, I think the average car shopper that would go in and not look and drive it wouldn't even know. I mean, it's a quiet cabin. It's a smooth, quiet ride. Mm-hmm. Had I not done research, I probably wouldn't have known. Mm-hmm. Um. I like the fact they ditched the trackpad. You know, yay. I feel like that's that's something we're celebrating in and of itself. Yeah. Um, and you know what? They've done a really good job with their Hey Lexus application. Um, you know, instead of me trying to figure out how to change the station or being distracted, I just, all week long, Hey Lexus, you know, tuned uh, Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Right. Um, the the only mistake I made is uh, I I guess I kind of wasn't thinking, and instead of tune two, I said, "Hey Lexus, take me to Jimmy Buffett's Margarita Bar." Ah. And and next thing I know, I'm getting navigation and directions to San Antonio Resort, and I'm like, "Oh wait, no, wrong thing." <laughs> I um, think you should have just kept it and said, "Hey Marlon, we're going on a road trip." 
Right, right, yeah. Yeah, maybe. If I had uh, arrangements for the dogs, you never know. I might have just done that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think they've made some, some good uh, changes, you know. Um, like I said, by ditching that trackpad with the infotainment screens are now flush with the dash. Um, I think there's, you know, a couple couple years models, not just Lexus, but for any automaker, that I would not buy because I don't like it when it looks like there's an iPad-looking device um, tablet looking device just sticks on i um, agree that that design phase is just i don't think it's going to age well i didn't like it when it came out and i don't think it's going to age well no. the other thing about this car is there's not really a luxury competitor in the the hybrid sedan segment um no you know you, you'd right. be looking at maybe a camry hybrid or a, a honda accord hybrid which you know you're you're not in the luxury segment and i feel like the pricing is fair too uh Model I tested was forty nine thousand five eighty. Yeah. It started at forty two thousand five forty. So I feel like it's feel like it's got a lot going for it. Very competitive, right? And, and it drives well. It does drive well, yes. And I and I and I loved I love the sound system. I like the quietness of of it. I, I'm a sedan guy. You know, I'm not an SUV or any. I, they're okay. They fit people's needs. I get it. But if it was my choice between a sedan. And an SUV, I'd take a sedan. I really would. And it'd probably be a Lexus. Well, yeah, and I noticed that I appreciated being able to get in and out. Mm-hmm. It was really easy getting in and out of this vehicle. Um, you know, because, again, it's not trying to be something that's not. There's times when there's sedans that try to be sports cars. Right. And they have really big bolsters, so it makes getting in and out mm-hmm. a little more difficult. Or they sit too low to the ground mm-hmm. and you know you find yourself like okay well do i get on my knees and then kind of scoot in do i hop mm-hmm. in like what do I, I i think that they did a good job with the vehicle i mean if i was going to nitpick and make changes i would make the space where you um the wireless char- wireless charging pad just a little bit bigger mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. our phone's gotten bigger and bigger and then you and i both know you put a case on it and that adds to it a little bit mm-hmm. um the other thing i would do is i like the wood trim in it but i would put the wood trim on the steering wheel too just to make it feel a little more luxury um exterior wise you know it's got that um uh signature grill and i think it looks really good on the exterior of this vehicle it's got that little bit 3d it's not in your face it's not too out there i think it just integrates well with the design yeah well i think you know it's it's not like the suv grill that's massive that waterfall grill it's subtle and it blends into the into the architect of the front end of that car, I think. Yeah, it, it makes it look more, you know, stylish with a kind of design that's not going to time out. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, I, for a while, I think designers got to the point where everybody was trying to be so different and, and so unique that you have designs that, yeah, okay, it's great now, but it's one of those designs that, you know, after a couple of years, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I'm... I'm I don't like it anymore, or it just right. puts it very. Dangerous. I don't feel like the the Lexus ES three hundred H is that way. I feel like it's it's got a design that that will carry for quite a while. Yeah, and Lexus is good with that. The only thing was, you know, a lot of people didn't like, like you said, the SUVs, the large grills. Interesting this week, you know, with the the GX and the TX. Um, I felt like the grills are a lot more toned down or it just integrates well with the boxier design they're going to. Yeah. Well, you know, I think they, they got a little a little kickback on people saying that, you know, they weren't 100% thrilled with the design. Uh, you know, I did see people that liked it. Uh, 
And then I've seen people that just flat can't stand it. So I think, and I just like the subtleness of, of, of the grill in, on today's, uh, today's vehicle. And they hold their value. They're holding their value like crazy. They do. I think one thing that Lexus was struggling with a little bit, and I think that they've refined it, and this is, you know, just me being critical outside looking in, mm-hmm. is that I think initially when the Lexus brand was building, they had an older demographic. Mm-hmm. And really well in that older demographic. And then I think, you know, four or five years ago, they started to wanting to focus in on the younger demographic. And maybe when they did that, you know, they went a little polarizing with the design by trying to get in you know, the younger group. And I feel like they've kind of pulled back, and now they're finding their identity and kind of just drilling down and refining their design. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're, I think they're in a good place. I think they're they're really making some great vehicles, like you said, that hold their value, that have excellent customer service, um, and that are reliable, good driving. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I would. This one's not fun to drive, but I I, I a lot of the Lexus that I drive, I find fun. This one's not just because it doesn't have the power, mm-hmm. but it's not, not fun either. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I, I think, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a, a vehicle you won't even think about because it does everything exactly. you need it to do. You know, yes. you, you're not looking for the paddle shifts. You're not looking to, you know, scream from one stoplight to the next. You you just know, you know, that to me that uh, I've always thought of it as a good real estate car. You know, taking people around and showing them homes. I mean, that's a yeah. perfect. That's a perfect vehicle, I think. Yeah, or it's the you know the I call them the Sunday road trip vehicle, where you know you go to church it's, and then exactly. you have to take lunch and you take a couple hour road trip somewhere where you go exploring. I mean, the first thing Marlon said when we were driving it the first day was, "Hey, don't we need to take a road trip soon?" <laughs> and I was like, "Uh, what made you think of that?" And he's like, "This vehicle is so quiet and so comfortable. It'd be a great road trip vehicle." And I was like, "Oh, okay, fair enough." So um, off we go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, it's refined. And like I said, uh, I, I'm glad to see that they're getting rid of the trackpad, kind of modernizing some of their infotainment and uh, integrating that Hey Lexus uh, capability. They're doing a good job. Right. I, I, I totally agree, too. I, and I think and it's got all the bells and whistles, it's got Apple CarPlay, it's got Android Auto. And you know what I'm getting used to, and I think that car has it. Like when somebody texts you a message, then you push on the just the dash, and then the the, the car says, "We'll read the text to you and ask you if you'd like to reply." Have you ever? Yeah, you know, I didn't notice that this week. Was that with your Apple CarPlay enabled? Or uh-huh. yeah, well, I know I never used to enable my Apple CarPlay because I hated it. It would either right, turn. Yeah, because it would yeah. turn the radio off, or it would. Yep. Oh, I just I hated it. So lately, I've been doing it, but I'm really getting used to just voicing. You know, like if I'm driving down the road, normally I don't answer the phone, but a text. You know, I thought, well, let me try this. So I punched it, and the, and the lady, you know, read it to me. She says, "Would you like to reply?" And I thought, yes, and I replied, and it was perfect. Yeah, and so. I'm starting to come around to the technology, and I think Lexus is on the the, lead, the cutting edge. And yeah, I agree. I, I if I was looking for a sedan, I think that would be one. If I could say one negative thing is the fact what? that whenever I use the text thing, and I actually say like uh, if I say uh, 
peri- uh, if I have to use the word period or dash, it will literally make that punctuation mark instead of the word that I wanted to make instead. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I gotta go now. I gotta type it in instead. But you know. see, I don't do that. I know I hear people say it all the time. Hey, you know, let's stop and get a quart of milk. Period. No, 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 no. I just, I mean, I don't. Oh need- no, no. I'm thinking of the other thing where I'm like, I'm in my second period of class, and it'll just say I'm in my second, and then it'll just oh, period punctuation gotcha, mark. gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. All right, hey kiddo, how do they, people follow you around? Yeah, uh, focusdailynews.com, and we were talking about the new Lexus SUVs uh, this week. Check out uh, facebook.com/backslashyakradio. Uh, we've got a little bit of content on there about those. Excellent. All right, we'll do it. Thanks again, and uh, back in the pool. All right. Thanks, Dave. Talk to you next week. All right, folks. We're going to take a quick break. Brian Armstead should be on the line, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, we're going to talk about the Volvo EX30, which uh, I understand Brian's pretty excited. So stay tuned. Don't touch that dial. This is FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. I don't love it when the game comes on. I might as well not be- All right, folks. Welcome back to the U. Auto No Show, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer, John's Automotive Care, original location, 6267 Riverdale Street. Now he's up to four. That guy is rocking AAA, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, guaranteed clear across the United States for three years, 36,000 miles. You can't go wrong. 619-280-9315 or go to John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com. Brian Armstead's on the line, and didn't you go to Europe to drive the Volvo EX30? No, I went to Europe to see the reveal of the Volvo EX30. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, wherever the uh, you know wherever the media launch is, I'll get invited back to drive the EX90 and the EX30. Dave, I got to tell you, man. you know, I've been excited about a lot of different cars mm-hmm. over the years, and I've been disinterested in, in, in many as well. But this new Volvo EX30 could rewrite the record book for Volvo. We're talking the Volvo 240. You know, when that was when every household, you know, every... I mean, it was, it was a certain demographic that drove a Volvo. You mm-hmm. know, typically college-educated suburbanites mm-hmm. who cared first and foremost about safety. Well, it's kind of the same demographic, except for they knocked 25 to 30 years off of this thing. They're targeting this thing towards young people mm-hmm. who may be urban dwellers and who or uh, parents who want an outstandingly, you know, superbly safe first vehicle for their young, young driver. Now it's uh, according to Jim Rowan. He said this at the uh, at the media launch. Uh, the fully electric EX30 might be our smallest SUV ever, and it is. It's a big deal for our customers and a big deal for the company. This is a big deal. Here's some key takeaways for this for this model, Dave. Smallest SUV that Bubbles ever built has a very good estimated range of 275 miles with the single motor platform. Mm-hmm. MSRP starts at just thirty four nine fifty, but here's the kicker, Dave Stahl. It's the fastest Volvo ever, and the zero to sixty time is take a guess with the twin twin motor model. Just take a guess, zero to sixty with twin motor model. Uh, probably small Volvo. We're talking about. six seconds. 
3.4 seconds. Wow. That's that's faster than... That's faster than just about every Tesla except for the uh, 100D and the Tesla Plaid. I don't even know if the 100D Tesla can can eke out that kind of performance. Now, the Tesla Plaid is like 1.9 seconds, so that's ridiculous. Uh, You know, that supercar, it's faster than a bunch of Ferraris. It's faster than a bunch of Porsches. It's faster than a couple of Lamborghinis. It's fast. fast. So uh, that's that's fast. So, I mean, you know, they, they have something here. That they could really, if they can hold, if they can hold, if the dealers can hold the price point without gouging people, uh, then you know it's, it could be a it could be a real good thing that uh, that for Volvo and for everyone who buys it. Now, I've always been a fan of Volvo, Dave, but my daughter was born almost 31 years ago. Her birthday is coming up real soon; she'll be 31. She came home from the hospital in the Volvo 740 wagon, strapped in that middle seat, and she teases me because she stayed in that middle seat in a child booster after she was out of her car safety seat until she was, like, almost 10 years old. She's like, Daddy, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm big now. Can you get me out of this ridiculous booster seat? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, and I've always kept the Volvo in the fleet. I had a 960 wagon that I sold last year. I have an XC90 V8 outside. You know, I, I buy my cars based on safety. We, we talk about this all the time, mm-hmm. and they're, they're, they have a stellar, well-earned reputation for safety. So let's get into this new uh, EX30, Dave. Uh, first of all, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's got a real, it's it's got a profile that looks like a shrunken EX90, which is quite a compliment because the EX90 is extremely handsome. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they didn't lose. It doesn't look dwarfy, you know. Like some vehicles, like if you take an Escalade and you shrink it down, it might look a little goofy because it's such a large vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one they have done just right. They've kept the doors headlight, the doors hammer headlights, which is a hallmark of Volvo design. Uh, inside, uh, you know, towards the rear, they've got really cool double stacked LED brake lights and tail lamps that wrap around the car. It's it's really it's really great design. Overhead black piano black roof with a full glass panoramic sunroof, and it just lets a lot of air into the interior. Uh, inside, Dave, Scandinavian to the max, which means simplistic luxury. You walk in, you know, you get inside the vehicle, and Volvo has created what they call rooms to kind of delineate the available interiors um, that, you know, you got four different rooms that are available. Uh, you have breeze, you have mist, you have pine, and you have indigo. Now, what does, what does this all mean? Basically, they have, all the interiors have been, uh, uh, constructed or designed with a very high percentage of recycled and repurposed materials. Like indigo, which is my favorite, is indigo blue. And it's made from recycled, a lot of it's made from recycled blue jean fibers. Uh, 50% of the interior components for the indigo interior, indigo room rather, use recycled blue jeans. So that's pretty darn green. The breeze room includes uh, uh a high percentage of ground plastic waste. The mist room has a 30% wool blend. That's probably the most luxurious one because it's soft to the touch. And the pine room is made from woven flax, which is a, a you know material from the linseed plant. So uh, what's interesting is that you know when you get in the car, there's nothing in front of you, no head-up display. It's just a center screen, a 12.3-inch vertical center screen. And everything is there. Now, I don't know how that's going to work on the road because you kind of look, have to look to the center in order to see, you know, what your speed is and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. But 
I'm, I'm curious to see how that's going to work on the road. But everything is there. Voice actuated, touchscreen actuated, center screen. Your heating and cooling is there. Your maps, your Android Auto and CarPlay is there. Uh, you know, the, the speed is there. All of the interior functions that, you know, if you want to adjust uh, anything, it's on the center screen. What's also really cool inside is that instead of door switches, they're none. They're, I'm sorry, they, they do have door switches, but they're not on the doors. They're on the center console, so that leaves a lot of space for storage in the door pockets. Mm. Now, also, instead of putting speakers in the doors, which take up a lot of space, at the base of the windshield inside the car day, they have a Harman Kardon sound bar. Now, we didn't get a chance to listen to it, but they promise thunderous home theater type sound, you know, for your favorite audio tracks. And when you think about it, if you have a high quality sound bar reflecting up off of that windshield, that's going to just bounce sound right back at you. Uh, you know, the, now you, the front passengers, the driver and the front passenger will probably get more of an effect than the rear seat passengers. But I think that this is a great concept uh, that could, you know, obviously it helps with packaging because you don't have to create uh, so much drama in the doors for wiring and, you know, for you can put more safety material in the doors versus having to take space for speakers. But it's a really cool-looking feature, and, you know, Harman Kardon is one of the top creators of uh, audio gear mm. for automobiles. Uh, speaking of that center console with the window switches, they have a couple of dual sliding cup holders, concealed storage areas, so you can put your gear in there if you want to park it. And you don't need a key for this car. Everything's available on your phone. It's got a digital key. Um, you know, it's, it's just really well done. Now, let's get to this dual motor uh, baby here. First of all, the base uh, single motor rear-wheel drive car has 268 horsepower, 253 pound-feet of torque, 0 to 60 in 5.1 seconds. I call the twin motor car the silent supercar assassin. 422 horsepower, 400 pound-feet of twist. Uh, I can only imagine what that feels like. World-class, Dave, again, 3.4 seconds. Now, what's interesting is that the single motor car uh, gets 275 miles of range, as I stated earlier. Mm -hmm. The dual motor car gets 265 miles of range. So you can imagine if you don't, you know, stomp on that go pedal hard, you can get a decent amount of range out of the car. And when you need to just, you know, kick somebody's tail or you just want to have some fun, you, you're still going to get some pretty good range unless you're just floored all the time. Interesting safety factor. Volvo's known for safety. They have a standard feature day called, um, I don't know the name of them, basically, you know, in urban environments, and that's what they're designing this car for. There's a high risk of you opening a door on a tight urban street, mm -hmm. and you throw it out in the pathway of a bicycle or a scooter or somebody on a skateboard. You know, these people tend to hug the car line to stay out of the traffic, obviously. So, you know, this is not a new technology, but it's now on the Volvo EX90, EX30, rather. If you are about to throw the door open in front of a bicycle or a runner or a scooter or a motorcyclist, it will alert you that you're about to do that. And it's, this is one of the many uh, state-of-the-art protective, active, and passive uh, features, either standard or available on the EX30. Dave, again, uh, 34 and some change. Uh, they have this, you know, Volvo Care subscription plan. Uh, plans start at sixty four, six forty one a month. 
They include a whole lot of goodies, uh, maintenance, blah, blah, blah. It's called Care by Volvo. Uh, you can pre-order the card now. And uh, they also are going to have a cross-country model, which kind of looks like that Lexus um, GX with the rugged package on it that, um, you know, that you all were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. So a lot of good stuff from, you know, they and they have a whole raft of gear that they're making for this cross-country roof racks and special luggage and outdoor speaker and outdoor camping equipment, outdoor stove that has the Volvo logo on it. They're going to max this thing up. Dave, I'm excited about this car. I can't wait to drive it. This appears to be a genuine home run from Volvo. And I'm happy for the brand. You know, I've always liked them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I always wished, uh, always wished them success because, again, they build cars that save lives, and I'm all for that. So uh, next week I'll be back. Uh, believe it or not, I'm not going anywhere this week, so that's a, that's a relief. <laughs> <laughs> so next week we'll be uh, – <laughs> Italy was great, by the way. It was, it was a great experience. You know, I took an extra day and went extra couple of days and went off to Rome to see the Colosseum. Oh, and, yeah. You know, the Roman Garden. So that was really cool. Not a, not a good history in, in, uh, in, history, in uh, Italy, rather. But I tell you, man, those uh, cobblestones by the Colosseum, they, they take a toll on an old body. Yeah. Uh, you know, my hips, my hips were suffering climbing over those cobblestones all day, man. It was rough on the, uh, rough on the torso. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, that's it, Dave. All right, buddy. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you what, okay. thank, thanks a million, and uh, look forward to uh, going down the road with you uh, next Sunday. How do people follow you around? Uh, well, as as Kristen always says, on the YAK Facebook page, and you can uh, follow me there, or you can see this review of the uh, EX30 on Pursuitus.com. Uh, Thank you, Brandon, as always, for the board work, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next Sunday. You got it, buddy. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Guess what? Raptor R. It's a V8. Stay tuned right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to the You Auto Know Show. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Segment is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service. Another NAP Auto Care, AAA approved. Uh, AAA approved NAP Auto Care uh, repair facility. Guarantees good clear across the United States. ASC certified technicians. D- Dave and his team do a phenomenal job taking care of uh, fleet and regular cars as well. Been doing this a long time. He's got a great customer base. And if you ever need anything, check him out. Bumper Doc. Kearney Mesa is now Collision Dock. They were getting so many people wanting to do larger jobs, and the insurance company gave them a clean slate and said, go for it. So they're now Collision Dock, but they still do a phenomenal job. That's CollisionDock.com, CollisionDock.com. Well, 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 for all you Ford Raptor owners, that went from the 6.2 liter to the EcoBoost V6, Ford listened to you. Now, there's nothing wrong with the EcoBoost motor. And I'll tell you, it gets better mileage than the new 5.2 V8 supercharged, but it's not a V8. And I'm just going to leave it at that. This thing, especially the... (laughs) This weekend, it's been a little drizzly out there, and this truck has been road hard and put away wet by a lot of journalists and some off-road events. 
So the tires are starting to get to the point where they're going to be needed to be replaced here pretty soon. So she was a little slippery, you know, if you got into it a little hotter than what you should. But that's just me. Um, This one is code orange with a black Raptor decal on both sides and on the hood. And car manufacturers like to do this thing called Easter eggs. And what they do is they put a little little decal someplace on the vehicle, whether it's on the windshield or the headlights. or And the whole rear panel's on the back of the bed. It says 8888888888. All, I mean, just all over it. And then all of a sudden, only on one eight, there's a V ahead of it, which I thought was kind of cool. Tailgate is all uh, pretty automatic. You know, you just push the button and it it lowers nice and easy. You raise it just a tad and it'll go all the way up and close and lock. It's got the Ford uh, step in the tailgate, which I think is awesome. Plus, it has a bar that comes out. So you can use that to, you know, stable yourself when you're climbing up into the back of the bed of the truck. And on the inside of the tailgate, you have all, you have a complete measuring system so if you're going to cut a board or do something like that you got a tape measure basically embedded in the bed of the truck the uh hood is functional and it's massive and it's for the supercharger they took that five two liter and stuck it as far back into the engine compartment as they possibly could i mean they really stuffed it back in there but it adds to the stability of the truck you've got fox shocks on this particular truck and, uh, you know, another phenomenal job by Fox uh, making these shocks do exactly what they need to do, whether you're off-road or if you're just, you know, on the highway or driving down the street. Now, I didn't take it off-road. I know I could have. But the rule of thumb when you're off-roading is you never go alone. And I didn't have any, I couldn't find anybody that could take some time off and make a run to the desert. So I didn't. Which is fine. I've been out in the desert with Ford before, so I know the capability of the truck. So I don't need to take that little chance of doing anything stupid, which we all have a tendency to do. So I just drove it like a normal truck. Uh, it had 16 miles per gallon on it when, it when I got it. And that's because the driver brought it down from Long Beach. And so that's just a nice, long, steady... I've driven it. I've got it as low as 10 miles per gallon, and right now I'm at 13.5. So I haven't been able to get it to 16. 36-gallon tank at $5 a gallon. I am putting gas in that thing at three quarters. (laughs) And I've tried not to even get that low because that's a $50 bill right there, just not, not even you know, blinking an eye. Seats are Recaro's, heated and ventilated. Back seats are heated. Tons of room in the back. Plus, you can flip the seats up for extra added storage, which is just really, you know, a great idea if you don't want to have anything, uh, you know, in the sight of other people. So then locking it up is real easy. You've got uh, uh, great, great uh, Bang Olufsen sound system, which is off the charts. 
the nav on that thing is really, really big. I guess I could look it up and see how many inches it is. But, I mean, it is really a big, it's a really big, uh, uh, where your nav and all your controls, I don't see the, I don't actually see where they've given me measurements. But, uh, oh, 12 inch. There we go. Uh, the other thing I, I was talking to uh, uh, Christian about is, and I don't normally hook up my Apple CarPlay because I just don't like it, but I've noticed that as vehicles are coming out, that technology is getting better and better and better. So I hook my phone up. Somebody texts me, Brittany to be exact, asked me a question, and then the truck said, do you want, first they read the email or the text to me as I push the button on the dash to activate it. And then the truck says, do you want to respond? And if you want to respond, you know, you just wait for it to beep and you have to wait for it to beep. And then you say yes. And then you answer whatever the text question was. And it says, they play it back to you, which I like. Make sure it's all good to go. Then they say, do you want to respond? And I go, yes. And then I respond. Which I thought, that is really a slick setup. And it transcribes it all in your text message. So if you wanted to go back and see what you said, it's there, which I thought was awesome. I can't imagine anybody wanting to accessorize a Raptor R. I can't personally think why. But if you wanted to add a winch driving lights, whatever. There are not one, but seven dedicated hardwired switches in the above console so that if you hook up any of those devices to your vehicle that were able to be turned on and turned off, it's you don't have to cut the wiring harnesses. You don't have to do any of the above. You have seven dedicated plug areas where you can you know, hook up whatever it is that you want to do, which I thought was was huge. I love that because nothing I hate worse than cutting a harness because anything goes wrong, guess what? You just voided the warranty of the truck. Uh, what else? The gauge package on this dash is amazing. Great, big, bold letters. There is no way you wouldn't know how fast you're going or what the torque reading is. You've also got really good gauges for uh, all all of the you know features that you need. Plus, you can scroll into the dash, and it's got all kinds of things that you can look at. You know, oil life and tranny and all that stuff. I mean, everything is right there for you. I mean, there's so much, and the steering wheel has really got a ton of gear on it, and it's redundant from other places on the vehicle. But you can work everything off of, of the steering wheel. Uh, what else have you got? Oh, 37-inch tire and wheel package, which, you know, if you're going to do it, I mean, that that's exactly the way to do it. They're 37 uh, by 12.5 R17s, and the 17 aluminum, forged aluminum wheels are beautiful. And it's, it, and it, it's kind of funny because it, the rims look like they're 15s with those 37s, but they're not. 
Uh, you've also got uh, you got a 410 electronic uh, lock locking rear axles. You've got uh, 7450 a G, GVW package on it. Massive moon roof, uh, a twin panel to be exact. Uh, what else have you got? I'm starting and, to notice moonroofs more often on these I'm not, cars. I'm not a moonroofy guy. I, I, I'm not either. I'm just saying I'm noticing it. I'm no, getting bigger. Uh, yeah, that's for sure, too. I think, uh, we, won't we, uh, discuss, I'm trying to think. I just read that there, one of the cars that we just discussed today, the 2025, right. has a moonroof, and even the newer pe- people are like, ah, I don't know about it. It looks too big, but I know. times we're in. Base price, 75778 out the door, well, not out the door because there's tax and license on top of a hundred and eleven thousand nine hundred and thirty five dollars. That's think, an investment, <laughs> and I think they include the floor mats. All right, we're going to take a break. Racer Radio is right around the corner. Brittany's got some great guests, and if you're an old Cajon Speedway, you might know the name when we come in and introduce our guests right here on. You ought to know. FM 961-1170, the answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 